3: You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and Tyler, to Oilers Nation Radio, episode 73. I want to start off, of course, by thanking our friends at Sherwood Ford, the Giant out in beautiful Sherwood Park, Alberta. Not only are they fine folks with excellent vehicles, service, prices, they're also very handsome. Every single one of them. Go ahead and follow them on Twitter at Sherwood Ford, on Instagram at Sherwood Ford underscore the giant. And as always, if you see that nation truck cruising around the city, snap a photo of it, tag us, tag Sherwood Ford, and hashtag it with nation truck, and you will be entered to win a $100 gas card. Why? Because you need some gas money. Sherwood Ford wants to give it to you. Just play along. That's how it works. Right, Tyler?
0: Did you say gas money or...
3: Cash money Hell yeah (laughs) We're beefing up the roadcaster Ah. with some new buttons Today gentlemen, I want to start off with something that happened last night Against the Tampa Bay Lightning Because it's what everybody's talking about today And I had to tell all of you to shut up upstairs So that we could get microphones in front of your faces To get the conversation Gentleman Zach Cassian Gave Eric Cernak A little love tap A little little kick ski was at the bottom of a dog pile Gave him a little kiss with
0: the bottom of his foot.
3: Just a little bit. A little bit aggressive. Have a little bit of dog pile. Maybe it was going on too long. Cass got it, had enough of it. Give him a kick. To oh, be fair, a little
1: just, push. He just gave him the blade. It wasn't the whole boot. Fair, right?
3: Yeah, he could have kicked him with the toe. Those toes are hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to start off with you, Tyler. All right. Zach Cassian waived his right to an in-person hearing today with the mm-hmm. Department of Player Safety. What does this tell you about what is going to happen to Mr. Cassian?
0: Um, my favorite take I saw today online when it came out that Cassian declined his in-person hearing. Someone said, yeah, what do you expect? No one in the organization wants to go with him and stand up for him because they don't care. And I was like, okay, that's a bit of a weird response. But
3: That along with people saying that he tried to murder somebody last night.
0: Well, okay, and that's exactly it. Kick, like, I'm not sitting here and being like, kicking is okay in the NHL. He deserves to be suspended for five, six, seven games. Elliot Friedman said he thinks it'll be eight. If it's eight, sure. But the people who went on Twitter after him were like, he should be done for the rest of the season. and Like, it, it wasn't that... It was, there was no, I didn't see malicious intent from Cassian. When you look at incidents like the Pronger incident or the Chris Simon incident, the intent there was, I am going to stomp on you with a knife, with my skate. Cassian's was a get the F off of me. I really just realized I could swear on this. Cassian's was get the fuck off me. And like Chernak didn't seem phased by it. I, I think if there was like, if there was malicious intent, you would have seen a much bigger reaction from Chernak and some other players on the lightning.
2: Did he even hit him?
0: I think he did. You kind of see Turnak, like, his chest go back a little bit, but, like, His head doesn't brought back
1: back or nothing. For the the people people who afterwards, he did too.
0: Yeah. For the people who were like, he tried to murder him. Like, no, he didn't. It (laughs) was a dirty play. It was really stupid of him. Like he's got (laughs) very, very dumb. He has to not do that shit, but, and he deserves a five, six, seven, eight game suspension and leave it at that.
1: It struck me as a lot of flames fans that were starting up that he's tried to kill him kind of talk. And, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of, uh, you know, they're, they're still feeling it from the Kachuk incident. um, there's yeah, a lot of people that are just overreacting in general. Absolutely, absolutely. You see something like that, and it and it is it is a scary moment. We've all seen Richard Zednik gushing. Yeah. We've all seen the the Molarchuk, uh, you know, having to have his fucking vein held together by by a bare hand. It's uh, it can be a scary thing. Uh, I 100 percent agree, though, Tyler. It was it was a reactionary. It was a reactionary move. It wasn't a it wasn't a I'm going to fucking cut your chest open right now. Right kind of kick, but stupid nonetheless. Hurts the team nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating to have happen. Nick, stupid. other
3: side of the ledger. I'm going to go with you, my friend. You were passionate about it upstairs.
4: I, I think it's a stupid play. I think, I don't know where we draw the line and what malicious intent means. I think players all know they have skates. They have blades on their feet. And if you're trying to, you know, actively throw, kick that blade towards another person, that's malicious in my mind. I brought it up the, the pronger thing. I mean Pronger just in general is more of a uh, dirty player, more of a more of an aggressive player in general and always played on that line. And yeah, you could say that he intended to you know cut or whatever uh was it Kessler he kicked? His Kessler Kessler he Prong- Whoever, he stepped on something. He yeah, stepped Pronger on Kessler. Kessler. Kessler sure he yeah. stomped on him. Um <laughs> Yeah, whatever. It, it, the point is, is that what Cassian did was was idiotic, and I, I we can again debate what malicious means. I just think that like you don't ever see players do that. It's not a common play that gets done. Um, and yeah, Cassian should be suspended at least five games. It's just a stupid thing to do. If you were paros how many would you give him? Well, if I'm paros I don't even I don't want to get in that guy's head because I don't know how his head works these days. S- scary okay. place to um, be.
0: If the NHL, if the one just say if the NHL came to you, Nicholas Good and said okay you make the call nick
4: i think uh, again i don't know how repeater offenses work exactly i don't know the mm. what the real science is behind that but like so what we
3: got here is a kick we've got a guy who was just suspended
4: and, about, and, about a month ago and that's what i was going to bring up is he just had something go down so i think that will factor into it for mm-hmm. sure
3: and he called out the player uh, department of player safety like immediately after that one sure as well, yeah. So,
4: yeah um i don't know i guess. I mean, bag milk, you brought it up too. like Josh Archibald is on the bottom of that pile and he's not swinging s- skates around.
3: Yeah, I mean, th- for me, it was just dumb In, a tent, intent aside. Yeah, you can't fucking kick somebody with your skates.
4: No, exactly. And, and we, you know, uh, Dan said it. What if he does go up a few inches and he does clip Saranac on the on the throat? It's a different conversation.
3: Yeah,
0: but I i mean, that's the what-if game. At yeah, that it point, didn't right?
2: happen. I don't think we can bring it up. That'd then. be
0: like, what if Chara was three inches higher and broke Gallagher's jaw? Well, it didn't happen, so like...
3: Yeah, but... Which is but, the, the uh, interesting yeah. thing about this player safety and suspensions and fines is they're so random. Like, that chara cross checked to gallagher's throat how is that only a fine
1: yeah it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a conversation that we're going to have to have but it is going to be a conversation that's going to happen because you're going to now be comparing an incident that happened yesterday for those who missed it so chara cross-checked brendan gallagher in the throat and uh and got a fine a five thousand dollar maximum allowable in the cba five thousand dollar fine for it and then a day later cassian kicked a guy and is going to get you know six, seven, eight, nine games. if
2: I'm casting, I I take that meeting and I go there right with that video and go, hey, guys, this is what happened yesterday. You guys, this is a $5,000 fine. This is what happened, you know, to me. Where is the, where is the the massive difference between eight games and five grand? Well, the,
1: the, for me, it's the, it's the repeat offender stuff. And that's fair. I think, fair. You, give him, I think games you give them yeah. three games for that. And then you, you give them three games to, just for fucking and kicking a guy. Unfortunately,
4: like cross-checking is part of hockey like it is it happens a lot yeah kicking yeah. someone with your skates is not part of hockey but again i still <laughs> don't <laughs> I, you I compare them you i still i see them.
2: it more of being like yeah, he was true. trying to push off of him and push him off of himself he doesn't pu- he's not yes pushing he off. does he overreaction man no, like, stop this is that. what everybody in twitter no. did
4: yes no Overreaction. yes no Let yes speak, please overreaction is when the people are out there being like he tried to murder him and stuff like that that's overreaction Saying that Cassian clearly cocks back his leg and, and kicks towards Sharnak is not an overreaction. He's pushing
2: off of him. No, Rick, he's that's not. stupid. He's yes, he is. No, man. he's not, man. He's trying to push off of him. Sure. By cocking back okay. his one foot. And
4: it like it <laughs> yeah. is. It, it's just yeah, Huh? Okay, you can uh huh all you want, man. Like I just did. Yeah, you did, because you don't have a, a proper argument to make because the video okay. shows that he kicks towards him.
0: Uh-huh. What would you give him, Rick?
2: I give him nothing. five or six.
4: You would give Rick would give him nothing. Rick, I just like, fu- said five, five or six. Give him a five grand. I just fine. said
2: five or six. <laughs> Fuck man. Fuck man. What? I just said five or six.
4: <laughs> I just don't know how you can look at that video and be like, oh no, he's
2: just pushing off. Because you're kicking. That's the stomp- The stomping is a kick. To me, he was just pushing him off. To you, he was, but it's yeah. not what he's doing. Why? Because it to you is this difference? Because
4: he's clearly like he's. But that's to
2: mind. you. But that's to you then.
4: I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, it's just I don't know how someone can look at that video and be uh, like, oh, he's just trying to. Push his way off of
2: the guy. No, if he wants to kick him, he's gonna kick him. There's gonna be some power behind it. He's gonna kick
4: him. There's power behind
2: his leg. That's like okay. Well, there
4: is like uh, no, because there's different. No, because there's there's
2: difference in punching too. You can push a guy with the hand, or you can turn around and punch him, punch him.
4: Yeah, the difference is we don't have fucking blades on our gloves, and we're trying to push a guy off.
2: But that shouldn't be part of whether you kick or not. No, it's not.
4: Because that's where the danger comes in.
2: I hundred percent. The danger is there. Hundred percent. There's no denying that. But in terms of kicking him or just pushing him away, to me, kicking is you're 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 kicking the dude. You're Albert Haynesworth and stomping on a dude's head. You're Chris Pronger stomping on a guy. This it was not that. You're just he's trying to push him off. I. And because there's no reaction by Cernic, even he doesn't think he got kicked. I just think anybody gets
1: kicked is gonna react to it. I think anybody that's been like held down in a position and stopped from moving, they all have we've all had that reaction of of wanting to get the person off of us. And what do you do? Yeah. But the difference is oh, so they, you, on, you flail on, do you, around doing do that. You flail that around. I kick them to get off. There you go. But you're I have not
4: a, pushing against them, you're well, kicking them.
1: Okay, yeah. But but I Thank but you, I don't all. have a blade on my sock foot or my shoe that I'm wearing. Right. And so that's the difference right there. You so know, that's the difference was that Rick's said he's not kicking him. He's pushing him off. I I say that it's it's a three or four game suspension for pushing or kicking whatever you want to say with a blade and then it's a three game suspension on top of it for the repeater fender. Personally, of
3: stuff. I stabbed a guy one time, but I was only meaning to poke him.
1: Whoa, there you go, right? Is has seven what years in passed 10? between your stabbing incident.
3: <laughs> it's just going to be interesting. Actually, I hope that this decision Although it'll probably be delayed, we won't get that lucky. I hope it happens while we're recording the podcast. Hey, it
0: won't. The, the hearing is in like thirteen minutes after recording. Phone this. Call. It's at two o'clock. It's a phone call. In um, those, you. But what? Take, like, like, like
3: to me, what I don't. Nick said it upstairs. I don't understand what. What's there to debate on this one?
0: Yeah, I would kick
3: whatever it is. Y- y- this is, it's a suspension.
1: I'd like yep. to get a peek behind the curtain and see what mm-hmm. a hearing is like because i'd love to hear the conversation does it start out with you know okay here's the previous incidents that we've seen he talk here, his way down is that what like, the interview is all yeah. about i don't yeah. know if
2: not then why isn't it already out there by now
1: i don't understand why, why they don't I just i don't understand why they don't just get like a sound bite that's like here's why we're doing what we're doing because those soundbites are that's fucking gonna, horrible i nothing can't that's wait to change. actually
3: watch that video when they release it this is why zach cassian was suspended yeah. as you can see at so and so in the first period he kicks a guy and you're just like okay i get it
1: yeah it's wild
3: it's a it's it's a fun thing to have to debate, but around the horn real quick so that we can finish this off. Tyler, how many games? Five. Nick? Five. Rick? Five or six. Dan?
0: I was going to say six, but I'm going to say seven now.
3: Like doing prices right rules? Yeah, the more we'll we talk
0: it, about it, the more I want to go higher as well. But this morning I said five and I'll stick with it.
3: I'm going to go with five as well. Uh, it sucks. It was dumb. They're going to be, without be, be the entire top line. Essentially, Yeah. So that's what I want to get to next is the Oilers are missing some bodies right now. Obviously, Cassian is going to get suspended for the kick, push, whatever you want to call it, depending on which side of the argument you're on. He's going to get suspended. So there's one gone. Joachim Nygaard has been on the shelf for a long time. Most importantly, Connor McDavid is out for two or three weeks with a quad injury. Like Tyler said. They're basically missing a top line right now. James John's Neal is also with me. a high ankle sprain, mm-hmm. uh, which I was talking to Gregor yesterday. Apparently there was a setback. May have not even happened off or on the ice, according to Gregor.
1: Because he was skating
2: three games ago before the game. He, he was skating it? during the days and I think something yeah. happened on Saturday.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, high ankle sprains are tough, man. Like you have, to, you have to really take care of those or you can get fucked up for a long time. So who knows? Who knows?
1: Especially for a guy that has... I think you mentioned it yesterday, Bag Milk, that a guy that has limited mobility as it is.
3: Yeah, I mean James Neal's yeah. not the quickest skater as it is, so having a high ankle sprain does not help. Interesting
0: all right, so note in all this, though, if he misses like another month, I mean, there's a chance the Oilers don't need to give up that third round. Hey,
3: because he has to get what 21? He's
0: got to get to 21. He's at 19 right now. We're all going to have to revisit our uh, our goal get predictions for him because yeah, we'll he has to, to get to 21
3: plus. Ten over Lucic, the ten is going to happen.
0: Yeah, I don't think Lucic is banged six what, more. Nine? No, he's got he's like five six. goals. I think he's got five six. Five. He's I thought he had more.
1: He got six now. Oh. Zach Lang has his goal tracker that he does every time.
3: Zach also retweets that uh, fucking Toto Africa bot all I the time.
0: I mute that account.
3: Yeah, Zach retweets it all the time. I got. I, I got to ask him about that. All right, back to the Oilers. <laughs> what are our lines looking like? They just called up Dry Toast today. Marcus Granlin is back. Tyler, Tyler
1: was bouncing excited about that when he came in today.
0: I have a vision of Grandlin showing up back at the Oilers wearing absolutely nothing but a fur coat and a gold chain <laughs> and just walking in like he's the fucking man. Uh, just, I don't know just why, but the that's the just my so, right
3: so right now, Tyler's got daily face off open. We got the top line right now, the de facto top line of Nuge, dry Sidle Yamamoto. Obviously, that stays together. Those guys are hot as a pistol.
1: Which is rated as the number five top line of it, the league.
3: Yeah, when Connor was still in, that was the number one second line according to Daily Faceoff. So right now, DFO has Gagne, Haas, Chase on as your second line. Which, <sighs> okay, Archibald, Shea, Cassian. Obviously, Cassian's going to go out, and Granlin's probably going to slot in there somewhere. I'd put Benson on that line. Yeah, so that, s- this switch t- Archibald, where Cassian would be, and then I mean, Benson in on there
0: on the left side. So that makes sense. I think that'd be a good looking line, though. No. Could be especially with the
1: way that Shea and Archibald have been playing recently. Yeah.
3: I'm surprised that one well, we'll get to why those two aren't signed because I assume that's gonna be one mm-hmm. of the next items on the to do list. Fourth line we got Jujar Cave Russell. Right now, this is a very depleted roster. Yes. This is a depleted roster. So where are guys slotting in? Let's start with Marcus Grandlin. So you're thinking he's kind of in on that third line or fourth line. Where do you think, Tyler?
0: I think he'll start as a scratch for the game against Florida. I don't think he's going to play. <laughs> um, you're hoping. No, no, like seriously, I don't think All he's right. going to get in. I think they want to put Benson back in the lineup. Probably. So I think the top I mean, six I we're w- looking at here on Daily Faceoff stays the same. Haas will be with Gagne and Chase on. Then I think you go Shehan with Archibald on the right side and Benson on the left side. And on the fourth line, you just keep it the same Kara, Cave, and Russell.
1: I I feel like this is, I, I was against it all along, but I feel like this is the opportunity where you slide Benson up into the top six. Not saying you break up that top line right now because it's the best line. Well, you get him, you, line
3: so you what, get him on the second line there. But you get him on the second line. Who are you taking off there? I would take Chase, Chase on. on
0: down okay, myself. But the argument could be is there a difference between <laughs> the Haas, Chase on, Gagne line or the Shehan Archibald? Yeah, line. No, like but which the, one's actually the second? The only line? difference Honestly, I see.
2: The uh, only difference I see is that the third line might take a lot more uh, d- heavier minutes. Because
3: yeah. to me, Shea and Archibald, they're playing. T- they're two of the best Oilers right now on a consistent mm-hmm. basis for what they do on both the PK and now on five on five. So, but you, when they're mind.
2: on that, when they're out there five on five, would they not be playing against the, some of the, the better competition? As a bit of a your mm-hmm. shutdown type of as I would like, you guys have all the. Uh, I feel
1: All like their they, fancy stats like on this stuff. Visually they were the second line for the Tampa game.
0: Yeah, they did. They played three more minutes at five on five. Or sorry, two more minutes at five on five than the Haas Chase on Gagne line. So.
2: Well they have more speed. I'd have them with their uh, as they looked well. really
0: good against Chicago. They did. Um awesome. I would have Benson with that trio, personally.
2: But as long as Benson yeah. gets north of ten minutes, then I think you're gonna start to see what he can do. Otherwise, really? if you keep him at five six, is you it's it's useless to play anybody that I think he
3: did 14 total minutes in his two appearances. He
0: didn't look very good in those 14 minutes.
2: I didn't think he looked bad, but I mean at the same time, what can you do at that point? You really don't have a You don't have a chance to to get to get going.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The only knock I had against Benson, I think, is you could tell you can tell I hadn't really seen him too, too much outside of AHL competition. He's not the quickest skater, so that's something he definitely, but
2: it wasn't like it held him back at all either.
0: Yeah. He's it made not, him a lot less effective. He
2: doesn't. Yeah. It's not a pretty stride, but I don't think it's going to hold him back too bad.
3: It's by no means a Rob Shrimp choppy stride, but like it's definitely something he's going to want to work on. And look
2: forward. what Leon did after his first to second year.
3: Whoever Leon, you can do that. Whoever Leon went to, it
2: should Tyler be a Benson part of the of the organization for life.
3: Yeah, could arguably could be,
2: could be, uh, or it might be, and we just don't know. Maybe it was David
1: Pelchelche. Yeah. There we go. I couldn't remember his name. I thought he went over to Europe far, but either way, yeah, we. I think we have a. There's a. A female.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is.
2: That's a power skater.
0: I can't remember her name now. Damn, that sucks.
2: Because she was on the, she was on the, um, that show with Connor. Yeah, she was. You know, the biography.
1: Yep. Whatever whatever it
3: So Connor, last weekend got, it was after our last episode of Weather's Nation Radio, Connor, bad luck play. It was one of those just shitty instances where he hit skates with a Nashville player, fell into the boards, fucking banged his knee up, We were guessing what happened. Doesn't look quite right. Finished the game. Didn't miss a shift. So obviously hopes were high after an MRI came that he's got a bruised quad. Started as a Charlie horse. Started as a Charlie horse. He was only going to take an extra day after the MRI. They wanted to shut him down for a couple of weeks. He flew to Toronto to get a little bit of treatment. He will be back when the others are back from the road trip. Nick, what did you think of just a bad shitty luck play?
4: uh i think quad is code for knee really i think so bruised quad i don't know i've never heard that before i think it's code for knee uh which sucks um but i think the whole like hey he's only gonna be out for a game oh he's gonna be back in two to three weeks but probably closer to two is more of like a nobody put your tickets on StubHub, please Kind of thing. I don't know. Well, it's they also
3: get, did the same thing with Nuge earlier in the season. Yeah, when, they, when he had that hand surgery, yeah. it was like, oh, he's only going to miss the weekend, and then end up missing two weeks. Or I more
4: mean, days. we're all hoping here. Jay brought it up upstairs that he's back in time for the Vegas trip. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. It just it kind of reminds you in that documentary, he talked about like, I'm not going to stop playing my game. I'm going to keep going hard to the net because that's how I play. And then, but like, this is the kind of shit that happens. You wonder if right now Gary Roberts is like, see Connor. You gotta kind of like take take the uh, take the acceleration
2: off a little bit here sometimes.
3: But to me, this one was just like you just kind of hit some guy. No, I know this was just yeah bad luck. It was was,
2: was, this wasn't a this wasn't a hard drive or anything like that. This is what happens. changes game at all.
4: This is what happens when you play that way. Is what I'm saying is that like Mm -hmm. accidents are more likely to happen. I'm
2: more likely to crash into the boards. You're more not likely- necessarily. You look at Ovechkin. That dude's been. That guy's reckless as hell, and that guy's been incredibly healthy all his his entire Russian career. Russian machine never breaks. He's as well, though. Doesn't play the same. Ovechkin style. doesn't play Nobody the same
4: style as McDavid.
2: Bangs and crashes a lot harder. Yep, I'm just saying they're putting their body through the same type yep, of stuff. Yeah, But what look I'm saying Halsey. is a guy as fast as McDavid, who's cutting to the net all the
4: time, who's driving hard. You're more likely to get tangled up with an, mm-hmm. an opposing player. You're more likely to catch an edge. You're more likely to hit the net or the post or the boards. So. I think that's kind of just what happened and we kind of have to maybe make peace with the fact that this is going to happen to Connor every once in a while.
3: You made an interesting point that I want to talk to everybody about is obviously with whatever it takes coming out. We saw that the organization was very much lying about the severity of his initial injury. Do you, anyone here think that they are lying about what's going on now or is it one of those things where they slipped one bias once they're not going to try and do it again?
0: I'm going to disagree with Nick. I think there's no benefit to them lying about how severe it is. I think they actually are, if anything, shooting too high, like o- overplaying it a bit. Mm-hmm. If they underplay this thing, man, like I, th- I think about the outcome of if they say he's two to three weeks and he's actually going to be out six, that, that concerns your fan base way more because then people are going, oh, my God, there's a setback. What did they find with his knee and all that? I think it's a 10 to 14 days thing, and they said, you know what? let's just say two to three weeks, and that way if the end of week three happens to come because there is a setback, people aren't like freaking out about how bad Connor's knee is, right? So I think they actually might have overshot this, but I do understand what you're saying, that there's not a lot of trust right now, and but understandably that, so, right?
4: This is also like the third time this has happened, like Bagmelk said, Nuge with his hand, you know, Connor in the summer, and now with this James Neal thing, like yeah. sure, maybe he got re-injured again, but it's also like, we're not really getting a lot... And even with Benning when he had his concussion, I know concussions are finicky, but it's like nobody really knows when anyone's ever really coming back with this team this season It seems like
3: I mean <laughs> they are keeping it real close to the vest no matter how you want to slice it and would you
2: rather have a team that keeps it close to the chest rather than shit leaks I know I don't like the I don't like the 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 lying per se when it came to Connor, I think the Nuge thing, who knows when it comes to your hand, that thing swells up. There's really nothing you can really do about it, right? Till you get to, the swelling goes down a bit and you can get a better look at it.
1: Well, and it's like the whole the whole thing with the whatever it takes documentary. Right afterwards, what does Giordano do? We all we all got up in arms because he's you know, he arguably took a shot at, at Connor's knee there. And it's I don't know, it's I don't, don't know. What is I line. get it. I, I get it. It's it. We're guarded as other fans from a lot of things, and and this is just another one of those things. But uh, I guess it's one. It's one thing to kind of be a little bit more
4: uh, mysterious with your fan base. It's a whole different thing when you're being
2: the same way with your general manager. So oh yeah, that, that was. was yeah. <laughs> like, See, I don't know if that was that <laughs> bad though, because right? you don't tell him till he's hired. Do you give him whatever uh, little bits what and pieces? That's, bad. That's, that's, bad. that's what
3: NDAs are for, though. That's
4: bad business practice. Like, yeah, that's, that, I that's
2: mean, like bad, I, that's fine. I'm not telling anybody what the hell is going on here. And once you sign the dotted line and stuff, we can talk after that. And but but at the same time, yeah, but I don't think it, it was really. But easy. He said it was weeks. Yeah, but bad, there was if man. he did? Was he calling into it? Thanks. <laughs> was he calling into it? If he really wanted to know at that point, I think you'd find out. I don't
1: know, man. Like the minute that he accepts it, it's like, okay. And here's the deal
2: with, by the way, side. he
3: may oh. not play again. <laughs> like, uh, like that's sorry the, about that. Yeah,
1: that's the, it, that's the le- Beg most right. It, that's the level of, of injury that they were talking about at that time.
3: Oh yeah. But I just
1: saw
2: anything as an organization. I wouldn't have told him
1: in the interview, Yeah.
0: but then, but then uh, <laughs> the day like after. they weren't even the ones that told him he had to find out from McDavid. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you imagine Holland on that conference call? Just so Connor training, going well. Uh, uh, Hyper, actually, uh, what's a fucking hyperbaric chamber? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Well,
1: I admire your love of this organization. Dude, no, everyone
0: sits yeah. here and
2: everything's so. F- Everyone is so, like I said, upstairs, the overreact, this is the overreaction era and there's just so much of that. Maybe I do end up on the other side of it to try and counteract the BS
1: on one side, but it's just, (laughs) where are we overreacting though? When, when, in in, in general society, but when Ken Holland admits that it was weeks before he heard it and he heard it. (laughs) Yeah. But if Ken
2: Holland wanted to know three
1: days after Ken Holland could have found out. He didn't
2: know to ask anything.
1: He didn't know to ask anything because he didn't know that the injury you was injured. You know a more thing. than that. That'd be like if a guy sold <laughs> you, you know a he's car injured. and three guys. You can weeks laugh later. at all LA you fucking want, but we still. Didn't. We knew as much as Ken Holland did in that time.
4: That's fucked, man.
1: We were at the game. <laughs> we were at the game. We thought his leg was broken. We were after the game. We thought. It wasn't broken. Great. Then we heard, okay, it's a strain or it's a... What did we... Or it was a tear. Yeah.
3: yeah, We knew it was a tear.
1: And so we thought, okay, that's not as good as as a break could have been. But we thought it was an issue. The general manager of the team knew as much as we did.
3: So that last game in Calgary was on April 6th. And on April 13th, I had something up after the first update from the Oilers. It says, McDavid suffered small PCL tear, surgery not required. And that was... You weren't We're wrong. Right in the middle of. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that when <laughs> they thought it was he a small tear? They may never play again.
2: Isn't that right when they thought it was a small tear, though? Like, they don't I really know. break down the uh, the dates on the show, do they?
1: No, no, and that's fine, but you, so
3: you knew really don't exa- know the exact exact we knew exactly timelines. what
1: Ken Holland knew at
2: that
3: My time. favorite part is that Connor's leg was completely fucked, and then the next day, two days later, he's at Professor Wem practicing the short game. And playing bocce ball. Don't, ball, forget. Yeah. don't well, you forget, he's playing some bocce. God bless him. He's got some freaking. He's committed. No kidding. He loves sport. That injury kinds. in Canada
2: is rarely uh, had surgery on a day. Eh? PCL. Well, I actually the like Canadian, the way the Canadian health deals with it is more of a fucking rehab too.
3: And most times PCL tears when it splits right apart is from car accidents. Yeah. So that just shows how, Oh, they didn't they break that down into.
2: right away too. That it was like a car accident for him. I
3: stopped watching oh, fuck those he highlights, flies, man. What are you going to do? The guy's got rocket legs. We're going to change gears a little bit. This is depressing me. Mm-hmm. Connor, just come back to us. Be safe, buddy. Next safe. weekend. You know what? I also hope while you're hurt for a couple of weeks, I know you're not going to listen to this. I know you're listening to the podcast, but not my advice. Just take a little Connor time, maybe a day, just one, where you go out, maybe you and Cam go watch a movie. Maybe you have a nice lunch. It's got to do something for
2: Valentine's Day, though.
3: This is this is his brother's 10-year anniversary. Lauren, you take care of him today, all right? Please. Please.
4: I thought for sure you're going to Skip the Dishes ad.
3: Well, oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's, that's coming. Like,
4: oh,
0: man.
3: I don't know they have it on Toronto, do they? Valentine's. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve skip the SkipTheDishes.ca. But what I want to talk about first is Sherwood Ford's giant question <laughs> of the week. Tyler what you got giant, for giant giant giant, 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 giant. <laughs> Tyler what do you got for this week's giant question of the week
0: This week's Sherwood Ford giant question of the giant, week is giant, giant. How many goals will Kyler Yamamoto finish the season with He has 7 in 16 games right now mm. and I have the over under set at a total of 19 and a half Will Kyler Ooh. Yamamoto, despite not being recalled until December 31st, finish the year as a 20-goal scorer or not? The table, your thoughts.
3: Let's think about this. So wow. he's got seven Those, goals, wow. I mean, 16 <laughs> games played. The yeah. others have 25 games left on the season.
0: He's, he's on pace to do it. He's playing well. I but that's another two-goal game, though? That's a heater. I,
1: I took the under on James Neal earlier in the season, and I'm going to take the under on Kyler Yamamoto. Yeah, fucking hate It's her. not, to, it's yeah, they not to wanted say him that in, I, they, they wanted him in Bakersfield, though. It's all not year. to say that I don't <laughs> <They> want him <laughs> in Bakersfield until 27. No? We made, we sat after Christmas. Is. Oh, here yeah, we go. Christmas. You're welcome, Rick.
2: Christmas, when Santa Claus sprinkles that fairy dust on you that makes you able to play in the NHL.
0: Man, what? what okay, no, we're not getting into this yet. You could have been ready to go. Giant question. Answer the giant question. Under. Under? Uh, yeah. What is this? I saw them
2: short, everybody. 19 and a half, yeah.
4: Yeah. Go ahead. Like, selling him short i was about to say he'll probably get like 17 goals
0: He's can we not call this podcast
1: 20. nick versus rick Oh,
0: it's just like insane man. i'm loving like, this Holy i love shit. that for Holy people shit. that don't know nick and rick sit right next to each other yeah. <laughs> like everyone else is spaced out a little bit but the two of them are like shoulder to shoulder while like, doing this like and I, they love each other i, off I the can't podcast.
4: i can't be like kind of you know reasonable with a take it's like if I, it's, it's not what rick wants it's like man you're underselling the guy there we you go the,
2: the overreaction era overreaction era 20 goals here we you, go you overreaction
0: 16
3: games he sucks one at a time so guys. he needs 12 goals in the next 25 to get, to get to hard 19. To do. That makes it sound that's doable. really part. hard. That's like a 40-goal But that's 40 hard in the NHL, man. <laughs> like, well,
1: But he's going to be on the top line for the next yeah. seven or eight games.
0: And sure. he might get some power play here yeah. for the next considerable he is bit. He's running the power play right now. Rick, I, I, know, I know your answer, Rick, but explain it.
2: No, I don't think I don't think he will.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was selling him short.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've been backing the guy all You're year, brother. Him short. I've been backing him all year long.
1: <laughs> you think he belongs in Bakersfield. Do you think he gets close? You're selling him just like I can see him being north of 15, yeah. I would say 17, 16, 17, still doable. Like you made it sound like the 12 and 25. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds daunting, but like I said, the guy's playing top line minutes. That line is, is producing right now. Connor comes back and then they take a little bit of pressure off them. So I don't know. It's not like, it's not out of the, the realm of possibility, but possibility.
3: Um, <laughs> Your rough. voice is on an adventure. It's today. rough
1: today. Uh, so are you always. taking the under?
3: Everybody taking I'm the still, under so yeah, far? Taking the under. Bag milk. Really? Well, I kind of want to go with the over just to be different. <laughs> Although, like, like I said, 12 goals in 25 games, is that's a, that's a tall order for a fun-sized man. And okay, I just so, don't know if it's going to happen.
1: So to fix it then, where would you say the line would be then? 15-5. Ooh. And yeah, he's a, at over. And he's right. at what right
3: now? Nine? He's at seven.
1: Seven. seven why do I think everybody's at nine goals? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there you go. He's at seven goals now, so 15 and a half. Yep. I'd take the over. I'd take the over. I'd still say under. Really? You don't think he's going to You think he hits 15? I, and like here I am being positive, but at the, the same time, I'm like, I don't it's know. It's hard, man. It's tough. Scoring a- goals in NHL is not easy to do. Yeah, but when you're playing with Leon
0: Drysaddle, man. That's a good point. Scoring goals gets a little. And nooch. And Remember, nuge. remember, and nuge. remember and nuge.
4: when the, uh, the the narrative always used to be like, yeah, well, when you're Leon Drysaddle playing with Connor McDavid, it's 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 you know it's different. Now, all of a sudden, Drysaddle is doing his thing that you know everyone weird, said though? he would do is... Drivers online.
3: You're exactly right, but the weird thing is now that the goalposts have been moved, where people are like, "Well, yeah, but Drysaddle's playing with Nuge and Yamamoto, yeah. so like, can you actual really count top it? six yeah, wingers? You Yama mean how a actual top fucking top six line? Look. Yeah. It doesn't make I any don't. sense. People just love. I don't know why. And, and no one, no one will ever
0: sit there and be like, "Yeah, fucking David Pasternak gets to play with Bergeron and Marchand. It's like no. Everyone around the league talks about. What a dominant line it is! But as exactly. soon as it's an Oiler, it's like, well, let's discount this a little bit. I agree. And specifically it's also funny with Leon
3: too. I don't understand why Leon specifically takes so Ooh. much shit. Like the guy is running away with the Art Ross right now, running away with it. Yet you, you people hundred points by the
0: end of the month.
3: Yet people are yeah. still being like, oh well, I don't know. Leon's not playing very well. Like, bur, bur, bur. like what are you think talking about, me? I think it's easy to do
1: when you have the best player in the world on the team, right? So it's just like they they they're going to downgrade everybody else else because it's just the thing to do. It's like, it's like, I don't think anybody thinks of Malkin as being like otherworldly I kind of do, except, do. He except well, that he is. He, hey, you're but, talking but about the
4: you, 101st best player in the NHL,
1: but you put him behind <laughs> NHL you're history. You're putting him behind Sidney Crosby, right? And it's so it's it's uh, like, like uh, it's easy. And I'm and I'm and I'm not saying that that's necessarily the case. Like Malkin's mm-hmm. won Art Rosses and Hearts and Conn Smythe's Yeah, and I think Leon by, by the that end of fiddle. his career, but, too. Like,
3: thick. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sid thick.
1: I think <laughs> I think by the end of I think by the end of Leon's career, he's going to have those kinds of things as well. I and mean, it's and yeah, I, and well, you hope so. That's that. That's and we'll look thing. back and say like, remember the time when people would discount what Leon did because of Connor. Well, I th- yeah, just yeah. the same thing yeah. that people did yeah. to Malkin when Cro- or when Crosby was healthy. And sure. I better. think
3: right now is Leon's kind of coming out party with yep. Connor out where there's desperately need wins. He comes out that first game against Chicago puts up four four points casual just ridiculous. Oh, but their
0: right power play points
3: yeah and their power <laughs> play points bruh, 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 and, bruh,
1: bruh. Yamamoto's carrying him Yamamoto is
4: the answer I thought it was Nuge that was carrying him
0: you know all these years we talked about the answer Kyler Yamamoto actually like as much as we that was our joke for a long time yeah. he's legitimately the answer
3: yeah he legitimate as oh, much yeah. as Riley Shane wants to be the answer he's just, yeah it's, it's Yamamoto
1: I think there's like something more romantic about Riley Sheehan than Yamamoto. He's pretty dreamy. Just because Rick has been begging for Yamamoto this whole time. Hey, but
2: I've attached my wagon to three players this
1: year. Oh, Tyler Benson. Who's the third one? Caleb Benson
2: hasn't hasn't had a chance yet, but Bear, Jones, Yamamoto. You can't. Tell me I'm wrong. Hold on. No, you can't just take ownership of Bear from us. Go back to the fucking original (laughs) episodes of the season. Bring the tape you're up. You're not claiming bear from us. There's no. What's this chance? us shit? I had a fucking bear jersey before the fucking first Friday game. Go back and listen. It's I was true. on. Bing, uh, I was on bear starting the year here. right here. I, I like. How, I hurt.
0: like. But I like how you put yourselves, and I respect this about you uh, as a podcaster, Rick. You put yourself in positions where you can never be wrong. Because if if Jones isn't up here, no way. Hey, like, I've given him. A, no, up, I've, like, no, no,
2: i No, g- I have backed Kara all year, and I've been extremely
1: wrong with with Ju <laughs> I respect that you're giving yourself some
0: some okay, uh,
3: yeah.
1: call out there, but yeah, when it when it comes to backing rookies, it is easy to just say, "Well, the Oilers didn't give Benson his chance."
0: Oilers never give you Yarvi a chance. Well, I mean, not a lot of guys like playing with them. So mm. <laughs> stand by my comments <laughs>
3: <laughs> Respect it, and I stand by our friends at Skip the Dishes. There it is. There it is. They are <laughs> wonderful in the service they provide tonight. It's Valentine's Day. And for the single folk like me, what I'm I am just going to gonna do say is I'm going to treat myself right. I'm going to go and skip the dishes. I'm going to find maybe a couple of different spots. I'm going to order myself a feast from there. I'm going to eat like a gluttonous pig with my sweatpants on and no shirt on picture it. People treat yourself
0: like Reese McGuire would but no, no, you no, got no. to Eat in your car then. Yep. <laughs> skip the dishes.
3: I will not
1: be eating in my car. Doesn't care your status, your
3: relationship status. The important part is timing it right so that your delivery drivers get to your house when you're ready for the next course. I know that's Rick's move.
1: I like it when they show up at the same time. No, and no, They get no. to give each other a nod no, on the No, no, it's awkward. And I it's had that happen the At the, at the, the day. same time? What do you mean? Yeah, I ordered, um, oh, what the heck did I order? Oh, yeah, Donairs and then Wings from Can two different places. Whoa. Donairs and Wings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't expect a Donair place to know how to do Wings right. And the, yeah, and that, vice that's versa. Fair. Okay, so you I ordered are top it, of the top. You're going to places. Got the wings. Got like the wings concept. Close the doors.
3: Turn my back, and the doorbell rang again. Don't take Nick's idea of donairs and wings by Nick. Oh, good wings and donairs. There you go. Wait, are you no, taking they have donair those, and
1: wings from me?
2: They have you those. Can't ghost, claim that from me. They have those ghost kitchens now. that's. back reckon, to the original and, episodes. I was on it first,
3: Dan. <laughs> you can laugh all you want. I'm right. <laughs> you are also right about your love for digit. They are fine. Fine producers of food for those of you like me that cannot cook. Can you not
4: or do you choose not to
3: both? Yeah. Okay. Both like I've got like a repertoire. Let's say five items. Cool. I'll crush those five (laughs) items, but there's only so many times that I want to eat a stir fry. You know what I mean? Sure. Hey, another other really good stir fry though. I make a good stir fry. Mm
1: -hmm. I, I have to say skip You're killing me. I ordered skip the (laughs) dishes in Calgary. I ordered a shawarma when we were down there last time. And they just sent me an email being like, you thinking about that shawarma you got in Calgary? And I was like, I fucking am. And I can't have that delivered (laughs) to Edmonton. Uh,
3: (laughs) Love me a good shawarma. And I love skip the dishes. (laughs) Right. Tyler.
0: Stop paying attention. Mm -hmm. I love skip the dishes though. Mm -hmm.
1: Tyler, do you recline your seat on an airplane?
0: Uh, I don't fly very often, so this is a debate I usually don't get into. Are you um, going
1: to recline your seat
4: on
0: the way to yeah, Vegas? Yeah, go to Vegas. No, like I, I'm a guy like I never go. You're on, a lanky, like, man. I know, but I never go on long flights. So like for me, it's it's like three to four hours, and I'll put on a movie and sit there, and I don't need to recline my seat and all that. Are shit. you the
4: kind of guy who watches new movies, or do you like rewatch a movie on the plane, or are um, you a map watcher?
0: I I am a map watcher. I do I enjoy like a this. map. Watch. I, I like a good map. Watch. I flip to the map. Um, but I, I'm a big like you know bring the tablet. Download some shows on Netflix. Uh, I just bought myself uh, a nice
3: little uh, keyboard for my iPad so that uh, I don't have to bring a laptop to Vegas. I'll just bring nice. that. It'd be nice.
0: I'll, I'll probably bring a laptop, but I'll also bring a tablet. I'll bring all the all the tech. Because mm-hmm. we're going to be... I mean, don't no. tell the government, but we'll be recording podcasts down there.
3: Not <laughs> sure what you're talking about. Cut Abs- that out. I won't be. Cut, cut that out. It oh, out. Cut, I mean, I won't be doing that. Cut
0: it out right <laughs> fucking...
3: Deep. I mean, uh, not me. Somebody
0: at <laughs> C... C... The CIA, yeah. yeah, someone adds the CIA.
4: Uh oh, you mean CISIS? I was CIA trying to think of what our
0: Canadian border Jesus patrol
1: would be. The CBS. App. There we go. <laughs> Hey, did you? Uh, no,
0: we're not going to get into. No, okay, we are not. I am like contractually not allowed to get into that piece
3: since our last episode. A couple other items on Ken Holland's to-do list have been taken care of. Last week we talked about: Do you go short-term or do you go long-term with Darnell Nurse? And this week we got the answer with a two-year contract with an annual average value of five point six million dollars. Nick, I want to start with you. What were your initial thoughts on Darnell Nurse's contract? Two years 5.6 I loved it I thought
4: this is exactly what they should have done Take him right up to free agency which is weird for <clears throat> some people might think it's kind of weird but I don't know I I've always liked nurse I liked when we when we drafted him I liked kind of what he brought you know we've talked about like a little bit of an edge some offensive uh, ability good skater but I kind of think he is what he's going to be now he's what 24 like 25 Tyler do you know uh, he's 25 25 yeah so I kind of feel at twenty five, you're kind of the player you're going to be, um, and I don't really see him getting that much better. So, there's a concern that if he gets up to twenty seven and he gets to free agency, that oh, now all of a sudden he's going to be worth way more, and we could have locked him up in sort of like a cleft bomb style deal. I don't really see that. I don't really see that happening. Um, it's great that you know him and him and uh, Connor and Leon are friends, and yeah. that's all nice and all that kind of stuff, but. <laughs> I, but at the same at the end of the day like at the me. end of the day you have to make business decisions right and like mm-hmm. you're not going to lock up a guy long term if he's you know not going to be the guy you want you project him to be
0: and like they always say with defensemen, is it for forwards they say 200 games you sort of know what you're going to get in the end 300 defensemen, so, 300 kid yeah. well nurses at 336 now yeah like even if he gets better and improves his ability to pass the puck a little bit well, like thinks a little he, bit better in his defensive zone. when does zone. that happen though yeah and the, well there's that and even if he does I don't think he's still in two years I don't think he's magically a seven and a half million dollar no, defenseman and at that point sign him for six and a half then if you really want to go long term with him and you want to keep him around Round. I, I just just not i didn't see the value in going long term with yeah. him right now either rick
3: thoughts on daryl
2: i think he's a, a contract that would have been movable if you did take him into the uh into a five six year but i don't think he would have wanted to sign at a number that we would have been comfortable with like i don't think i would have gone north of six and a half right now um he's betting on himself and i don't think he's going to really win that just because I don't see him getting a lot of uh, offensive minutes once Bear and Bouchard and Cloughbomb are rolling all at the same time in his defensive zone he's got he's got issues everybody's seen it before everybody can see it now so maybe he is able to tighten those up a bit he'll probably get up to if he went UFA he could probably get up closer to 8 million come then just because there is the inflation in the, in the, uh, and that's what they do. in the cap and then it's UFA. So it's a bit of a bidding war. More people. But, uh, entry, but yeah, no, I, you know, what, he's a big part of the the team off the ice and that's, you know, you really can't measure that stuff, but I think it's a very, that stuff's very important. So keeping it here for a couple more years is, yeah, it's a win-win for us.
1: Daniel. Yeah. Shout out to Tyler for posting our, uh, our promo for the podcast right before they announced it.
3: That was great timing. Yep. That yeah. was, it actually reminded me of uh, once upon a time, Chris, the intern, RIP, posted an article about Will Leon Dreisaitl sign with the Oilers, and right as he pushed post, they released the contract details. It was great. People made fun of Chris a lot. Um, so did I. Anyway, I tweeted
0: ahead. it, right? Yep. Yeah, I scheduled those out. Nice. So it's complete fluke.
1: That was good. No, it, was, uh, it made me look like an idiot because I said, trade him away. Uh, I wasn't unhappy with the contract number. Like I, I think it's what
3: important. Term or money or both.
1: Uh, term, I guess. Like I guess, part and parcel, right? Just because if you give him a longer deal, you're going to be paying him more money. I think the important thing for me is being able to have room for the next off season. Uh, you still have to sign Nugent Hopkins. I, I really want Nugent Hopkins. I, I think I'm, I'm the biggest fan of Nugent on this panel. Probably. I will straight <laughs> fight you. But even Nugent can't get
2: that much <laughs> of a raise. No, maybe but seven and a half, That's so I seven, but seven seven it, a half.
1: I think that nurse's number was going to start to push into that if we did go yeah. longer term with him. So it's, if he got his, ver- if he got
2: what he wanted, probably, right. Cause he probably wanted closer to seven and a half. If yep. He got the Edmonton version, probably be closer
1: to six and a, uh, I gonna say, Tyler, six and a
3: half. I was going to say, Tyler, his photo just makes Whoa.
1: me, he's very happy.
3: <laughs> Tyler's he's bringing happy to be in Edmonton. Weather. Since we're on a podcast, Tyler's bringing up Darnell nurse's picture and he's bringing in real tight. Real, real tight to me. The weird part about this contract is it shows that the organization isn't. I mean, this is just my, my take on it. It shows that the organization doesn't know what he is yet. You would think with a guy with 336 NHL games on his resume, you'd either know whether you're going to go long-term or, you know, what just happened there.
1: I internalized a sneeze. Dan is how you were
0: crying. No, (laughs) weeping about the Darnell nurse signing. It's just,
3: it's interesting that it takes him right to unrestricted free agency as well. So to me, I said this on the real life podcast on Monday, it's almost like you really have the rest of this year and next year to make your decision on Darnell nurse. Because if you are going to trade him in that last year before free agency, you're going to want to do it with probably a full year left on it to maximize your, what you get back imagine or, what he
2: be
1: as a rental yeah also doesn't the seattle expansion come into play there too it no. could
4: potentially no 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 cuz the draft will be before his contract expires. right but i
1: mean if he if we had had him long term then he's yeah. somebody that seattle's going to want to go after whereas sure, necessarily sure, they don't want to keep him yeah. or take him from us
0: i think home. another part of this um, i know dusty wrote about uh, the cap situation and all that but right now every million dollars really counts for this team because it's going to mm-hmm. be really tight this summer so another part of it might have just been ken holland going you know what saving that mill right now even if in two years it costs me another 500k on the long-term deal saving the million right now is worth it for him because like if the cap stays flat at 81 and a half million and like the old is only gonna have like 11 million cap space mm-hmm. and they got a lot to do with that they're gonna mm-hmm. trade some really bad contracts mm-hmm. um so I, I think saving the mill right now is something you need to remember in this too
3: well, and you need sure. that extra million to sign Joachim Nygaard to an $875,000 one-year extension. To me, that was a weird one just because mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I get it, you like him, but like, why?
0: I think it's cost certainty, and I don't mind that at all from Holland to yeah. be able to look at your cap situation for the summer and be like, you know what? Getting this guy for 800K, that's essentially league minimum, even if he's their extra forward, meh. And what I want to see next, I want to see them sign Archibald and Shehan, because if you can get mm-hmm. Archibald and Shehan done like I think Shand would probably cost you a mil let's say Archibald costs you what 1.2 a slight raise sure it, I think a competent fourth line is Shehan, Archibald and Nygaard oh. well that or, I mean even if they're your third line you're not probably hating it and
1: just having <clears throat>
0: having consistency
1: yeah. is, is important I, too I think what it shows too is that Ken Holland is working on things. Ken Ken Holland is picking away at the at the mm-hmm. roster and and tucking things in. I think the timing was a little bit like, you know, Connor goes down with an injury, and we're like, we're, everybody wants a another winger, another forward to come in, and here we are re-signing Nygaard, yeah, and people cool. are like, well, oh, what's Ken Holland doing? Well, but I always it? thought
3: that was funny too, because like, oh yeah, I'm sure he just started this conversation yeah, this exactly.
1: morning. Exactly. So yeah, the contracts have been going on. You hope that Shea and Archibald are soon to fall behind that domino. And
4: imagine that's what the press concert press. Stack. Conference yeah. was for it's just like, oh, we like to announce we re signed Joaquin Nygaard to a one year contract.
0: And then right at the end, he just goes, uh, by the way, guys, that's, oh, yeah, sorry. uh McDavid's out two to three weeks. I got to run though. Yeah.
3: So Archibald this year was on 1 million even, and Riley Shan was at 900,000. So
1: where do you think those contracts go?
3: Teller just said.
1: No, I know, but I'm asking everybody else.
3: I mean, a modest bump. Yeah. Let's say 1 1 for Archibald, million bucks for Shan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you give him a two-year deal. Who? Both of those guys? Yeah. Why not? If why they want, they're good you can put them man. in the
2: AHL. They're,
0: if you can get them, solid
2: depth players. Their and whole can, their whole contract goes away if you put them in the AHL. I was going right? to say so
0: if if Archibald would sign two years at one point one, I would do it. Yeah, I'd I do would it do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I like it's, Archibald. He's like a little
3: bundle of hate. Mm. It's interesting and
0: too that Nygard took a pay cut. I just thought that was kind of weird. I think he just kind of knows his spot. Yeah. He wants to play in the NHL. That's still really good money. Yep. And I think he didn't want to risk potentially being squeezed out at some point. So sure. for, like for Nygaard, that's big too. Like knowing that for another year, a, you're going to yeah. get
4: $800,000 back this season or like, what's the deal with He'll this? He'll be hand? back soon. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He was out, uh six to eight weeks. According to a news report from Zachary Lang. Mm. Who's that again? I don't know. No, never heard of him. Just kidding. Lovely beard. Tyler. Yeah. It's time to get your buttons ready. My new buttons for the oodle Noodle. Hot and cold performers of the week. Today we did a couple of upgrades. The old roadcaster and Tyler's got some new buttons to push. So we're going to start off with the veggies as we always do. The cold performer of the week. I'm starting at the end of the table. Nicholas, good. Mm. Who is your oodle noodle? Cold performer of the week. Oh boy.
4: Um, you know I always uh, come unprepared to this segment. We know mm-hmm. it's coming every week, and we all come unpre- unprepared. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, I guess. Darnell nurse uh, when I was going through the uh, through the uh, the numbers for the last couple uh, reports on the games morning report. Yep. Starring
3: Nicholas good Thank every you. day after the game.
4: Yes. Um. He his numbers haven't been great. Um. All five of the other defensemen are look pretty good. I mean bears obviously suffer a bit but nurses consistent in the last two games have been have been pretty low. So like like his goal expected goals for being around like 25 percent. So that's rough. Yeah Um. I guess signing that new deal made him a little complacent. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Darnell <laughs> Nurse. You never know if that's for the actual I was just player
1: or that the that take. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it might be aggressive towards Nick. <laughs> Is that a bad take? Rick, your oodle
2: noodle cold performer of the week. I mentioned before, but still, it's Jujar. I still think there's a lot more of this player there, and I I like what he brings to brings to work every day, but he hasn't been able to utilize it and. His confidence hasn't been there five on five, and is now his uh, power, his uh, penalty killing is not doing so great either.
3: I was, uh, I was also going to pick Jujar. He's got zero points in his last twelve games, and didn't look and horrible air. last night. Looked a little more visible out there, but uh, he's, he's got nine a lot shots. More nine shots over those twelve games. <laughs> Danger Dan, your oodle noodle cold performer of the week. I think I did this guy
1: two weeks ago for his uh, nice braggart. He got suspended. <laughs> Happy Valentine's, Brandon Manning. Yeah. So again, uh, it's going to be Brandon Manning, and it's because he came back from his suspension and his first game just happened to be against the exact same team that he got suspended for the incident. He got absolutely pummeled in a fight against uh, Imama, and then I hate to see it. The Condors got fucking pummeled. They lost 10 to three
3: in that game. E. Fur,
1: fur, Brandon fur. Manning,
3: your cold performer of the week. Conduct fur. detrimental to the team. Yes. Tyler you your oodle noodle cold performer of the week.
0: Uh, My oodle noodle cold performer is one Alex chase on. I think he's just killed them on a bunch of power plays with some boneheaded, boneheaded passes, especially at the offensive blue line. Um, I, I think he hasn't looked great at five on five either. He's one of those guys with the injuries starting to pile up. You wanted to see him take a step forward and he just really hasn't. I know he's not playing on the best line, but at the end of the end of the day, he's a veteran forward who should be bringing more to this lineup. Then he is. So I'm going with Alex Jason.
3: Oh, death cold. I just think two against the game against Nashville. Connor set him up with a wide open
0: net. Yeah, that too. Like Wide open. He's getting looks in front of the net on the power play and just not finishing anything off. His one goal, well, he didn't even really score. It went off a Nashville guy and in, right? So I haven't liked what I've seen from Jason.
3: My oodle noodle cold performer of the week is not so much a player itself, but a guy's general luck. And I'm going to say Matt Benning's luck is just ice cold Mm -hmm. this year. Last night, he took a questionably high hit from Eric Cernak who, uh, forearm shiver. And it's just, it was like one of those hits where Benning is just not having good luck this year. He obviously missed 20 games. with The concussion came back. He got hit with the puck. Well, this is all mixed in together. He got hit with that puck in the head, had to leave again. Last night, he takes a high hit. Forearm shivered like Dan said, right to the face. He was getting treatment. I don't think he played again after that hit. So Matt Benning's luck is ice cold.
0: Go ice cold. out hooking.
3: <laughs> what a great drop that is. I know, I love it. Fantastic. But on to the other side of the ledger, it is the hot performer of the week. So I'm going to do reverse order. We're going to do a little snake draft here. Tyler, Uramchuk, your you're Oodle Noodle hot performer of the oh, week. Oh
0: boy, I am getting uh, put on the spot nice and early here. I'm going to go with Josh Archibald, man. That's the guy I mentioned how chase on didn't really step it up with the injuries piling up. I, I think Archibald's continued to play some really, really good hockey, even in a little bit of an elevated role here. That guy skates like a demon. He four checks hard. He gets offensive chances as well. Um, I I just like everything he brings to me. When you think about like an ideal third line player on a really good hockey team, it's a guy like Josh Archibald who can kind of do it all. And he's been uh, doing a really good job of that over the last seven days. So Archie is my hot performer.
3: Cash money. Danger Dan
1: coming to a prospect report. The number seven pick in last year's draft. Oh, he had a hell of a week over in the MHL, which is a league below the KHL in Russia. In four games, he had five goals, three assists for eight points. It's Maxime Denizen Denizakin. Denizikin? Denjikin. Oh, I he used to love Denizikin. One of those four guys. different
2: last names. Yeah, he's yeah, one of those guys.
1: Uh, really big name bar. I think he's a he's a guy that it's hyphenated. You know, you, you you don't really expect much from a seventh round pick, but he's showing some offensive flourishes as he grows on, and and I think he'll he'll head up to the KHL probably next year, and uh, we can see what kind of a player we have in him. So Maxime Denizikin.
3: This is hot. <laughs> Rick,
1: that was a fourth option.
3: <laughs> Rick, your oodle noodle hot performer of the week.
2: I'm gonna stick with my little buddy there, Yamamoto. He's uh, he's proven to be a, a number a top six winger. You always notice him on the ice, whether he has the puck or not has the puck. He makes the most of the opportunities. He's doing everything you you want from the guy.
4: Put some respect on my name. Amen. Amen. Birdman. Shouldn't that be more for the cold performer? Like put we'll some on respect it. on my name. We're workshopping. No, but we are Stop. putting
0: respect on their name. No,
4: but like, but he's being like
0: aggro about it. Yeah, yeah. Birdman wasn't happy with. I don't that, know, man. Dude. Don't read too much into this stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nicholas, good. You're oodle noodle hot performer of the week. I have two, and I know Dan gets pissed
4: off when I do two. So Bagnal, do you have one? And no, I do. Okay, can you say yours first, and then I'll see if you pick one of my two. I mean, yeah. Okay,
3: I can. My oodle noodle hot performer of the week is the most one. expected. Ah. Uh person that I could have ever yeah, okay. said. It's Ryan Eugene Hopkins. Yeah, okay. I should have done that. The guy known. has been on straight fire since getting combined with Leon and Yamo in his last three games. He's got five points. He's on pace for more than 65 after a horrible horrible October. Ryan Eugene Hopkins is my oodle noodle hot performer of the week. That's
1: really hot. Did that take the guy off the board for no. you? No, I'm, I
4: guess I'll go with Mike Smith then. This is a guy who's really starting to take the starters net um, he played incredibly well in that first period against Tampa Bay. The Oilers had no business being within a goal. Uh,
3: the fact that they were tied after the first, is, yeah. that was all Mike Smith.
4: Yeah. He made as many high danger saves in the first period against the lightning. They did all game against Chicago. Uh, he's playing well. He, this guy got dunked on, you know, by me. I thought Koskinen was the clear cut favorite, but Smith is playing. You know what? It feels like almost, he's going to go on a, almost like a Rollison run here. The way he's playing.
3: I hope so. Um, I, just, I just still wish that he wouldn't get so pissed off about goals sometimes. I think you know? people
4: I think the team likes that though now. I think I they're fucking to, love. I it. think they're sort of rally around that a bit. It like he was he was incest
1: that that stick got knocked out of his hands. I see what you're saying, bag milk, because I, I've, it could, it sometimes can feel like he's maybe like taking a shot at the defense, which he does or something. Them. Yeah. And, and that's fine. Sometimes but I just love, love I love how mad he gets because it, I look at it like he's just mad at
3: Mike Smith for mm-hmm.
1: making that mistake. You know, you Connor I
3: goalie to be a sociopath where he looks like he would just <laughs> eat somebody and not care at all about, you know, Connor feels exact same way about goals against too. He, just, he doesn't just doesn't show,
1: show it. it. Yeah. That's the big thing. My see? shout
4: out, my I'll shout out uh, Adam Larson too. Cause this is a guy people sure. keep talking about trading him, um, him, and Cloughbomb have been incredible. Uh, the last couple games, they've they've shut down uh, the other team's top players. Their underlying stats have been really good, so Adam Larson, shout out there. Tyler won't put it on the graphic.
3: That's fine. I didn't even get my hot performer put on the graphic last week. Oh, who was it? Really? I don't remember who it was.
1: <laughs> was your name not on the list? My
3: name wasn't even on oh, the list. Tyler.
1: Tyler, Tyler forgot for you were on there. the show. Ty guy. You took mm-hmm. two weeks off, so he's like, you can have a third one, too. Yeah. I get
3: it. I get it. Oodle Noodle, hot performer of the week. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Oodle Noodle. Go get a hot box. It's delightful. Maybe, Man, you're uh, you're extra, on
4: there. Extra spice. Oh. Uh-oh. Let
3: me see. BM. Are you sure?
0: Oilers there's pregame. Yeah, he's Oilers. not on the hot I'm side. I'm not on though. the hot side. Oh, oh, yeah. Who is? Oh, you filled in for, uh, you said bear, right?
3: No, that's Rick. Oh that's Rick. I, got Rick wasn't here I was at week, work. Though.
0: Rick wasn't there. Oh, Rick was not yeah, there. So yeah, so that one there
1: should have been. There we go. Nice call Rick on Ethan Bear there. Yeah. But shout you. out,
3: though, to Rick for uh, Ethan Bear. He is fantastic. I clef cleft bomb him. Cleft bomb him all day. Nice. I want to change gears a little bit. There's a couple of local scribes, Jim Matheson, and the very, very popular uh, athletic featured Bob Stoffer <laughs> talking about a return, a possible return of Anton Slepichef. Former friend, played well during the playoff run in 2017. Kind of fizzled out after that, made his way back to the KHL. He is looking good in the KHL this year. He has... I put this together. Where did your name go? He has 16 goals and 19 assists for 35 points in 49 KHL games with CSKA Moscow. Does anybody like the idea of Slep coming back, maybe slotting into the bottom six? This is because we retain his rights, right? That's right.
0: Okay. Um, I I think he could honestly... If you trade Jujar Kara for like a fifth round pick at the draft <laughs> oh, and then Slepyshev could be a $700,000 replacement for Jujar, right? Could save be. yourself half a mil on the cap.
2: Jujar still has one year left.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. Or you trade chase on and Slepyshev just takes chase. On well, oh, what?
3: Well, you probably have to trade both at of those guys, point. but do you think there would be a taker for chase on at two, one, two, five? Yeah.
4: yeah. Someone will, someone will, he's got one year left. Somebody will bite on that.
3: Question mm-hmm. is, can you trade
2: one James Neal? That's something you got to look at. That's a very at. good question. Uh, I, don't,
0: I don't even think they really want. I do you, you need to.
2: Can you take that step, that Luch to Neal contract step? Can you do another one this year with shipping Neal out for somebody Like else? you retain
0: 750K of Neal? No, just kind
2: he- you just kind of getting that player advancement. Like I don't think, you know, maybe not his original number is what he was looking at, but what we're kind of sitting at right now. Maybe, you know, a player with 10 extra points or 20 extra points. Or yeah, he's a I guy. Mean, can you take a baby step here? I don't mean yeah. getting rid of the contract entirely, but can you?
4: Or he's a guy who bo- exposed the Seattle draft. But yeah, because
3: ta- he doesn't have any kind of no trade, so you no, can't. we got expose three of
4: those in the team, and two are the goalies, and one
1: is Chris Russell. But we're talking about a guy that, like, we're we're saying we miss on the power play.
3: We're yeah, saying yeah, but that uh, missed,
2: uh, you can you can figure you can that almost, part out. Oh, imagine what you could do with
0: the money instead.
3: But you could almost like just okay, chase on out, Yamo in, and then you know.
0: I don't like Yamo as the net front guy.
3: I see, think he's I got watch. hands to do. Like, I get it from the screen mm-hmm. angle because he's not screen. Like, nobody gets screened at the waist, but like, he's got the hands to play there, though. Sam Gagne. See, Sammy G is another guy that I could see them bringing in on like a one million dollar deal. Oh, as they the have to,
0: fall. they have a lot of options.
3: Yeah, I
4: think this is going to be the first summer in a while we're going to see a lot of retention, actually, because we there's we, no yeah yeah because we we generally seem to let go of like five contracts, bring in five or six more. I think this season Holland has seen what he needs to see and uh, like I'll be interested to see if a guy like Yurko even comes back who's been injured no, and no chance just gives him a just like I think he gives AHL. him a two-way contract
2: yeah, for sure yeah. yeah I don't think he takes it though I don't think a guy like that wants to yeah I don't want to do another year options, in the
0: so. AHL I don't think he has a lot of options left though no I, right that, right I mean go back, like go back home but like if you're give Europe. him a two way uh, that only pays him like a hundred K in the AHL he'll go play in the Or sorry, in the AHL, he'll go play in the K for nine hundred. Yeah, Yeah. and well,
1: for people who don't know, he has been injured in the AHL too, so he hasn't. So he hasn't even really had a chance to 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 establish his game. I think I don't know. I feel like Ken Holland might have a soft spot for
4: like the only guys I really see realistically not being on the team next come this time. Well, started next season would be like Chris Russell if they find a way to move the money just to move the money.
3: See, I think Uh, they can too because one five real dollars. mm Hmm. $4 $4 million cap in mm-hmm. so a team like that's I mean I know the Coyotes are mm-hmm. an analytics team but that's the kind of team that he goes to
0: mm-hmm. um, the other thing
4: Chase on the other one I was gonna say chase on and then Juju car those would be yeah. the
0: three that I would see not being here next year Um, the other thing with Russell like people are like oh you're never gonna be able to trade him you remember the draft last year San Jose traded Justin Braun to Philly and got a second and a third round pick Mm -hmm. and Philly took all of that 3.8 million like I think there's an organization out there that will not only gladly take Russell's contract they might give you like a third for him Toronto might even be looking at him now yeah, Toronto might ask you to this keep though, because I think they'd just rather put four like the Kind of
3: player
1: Russell. that Dubas looks. See, I think if Toronto's
3: looking at the Oilers' defense, I think they'd be fishing for Larson or Nurse. And
4: you're not trading Larson at this point. You can't. You can't. If you're on a playoff push, you just can't trade. Well, him. I
2: don't if think you they're move Larson you, right now, if either. you move Larson, then you got to put Russell in Larson's spot, and I don't want that. No, God, that's that's, that's a
3: disaster. Yeah. I'll
0: I'll move Russell right now if we could, but do not the only would either. Though I think you want to keep Russell for a playoff run. Toronto just lost one of their forward chits too, didn't they? Yeah, so they're probably not Johansson. Johnson. Oh, did Johnson. he get hurt? Because yeah, the idea of Kasperi out. He's out Kapanen...
4: Eight weeks.
1: he's out weeks, eight weeks. Oh, eight weeks. Jeez.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. The idea of Casper Kapanen being available in Toronto is kind of intriguing. I mean, but again, they would want. I think Larson. it gets done at the draft.
4: Montreal, though, they you know, if Weber's out now for a few weeks. Like, they still think they have a, yeah. a Chance go grab to Kovalchuk,
1: Russell know. for Kovey. Yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine if Neil's out long term? Like right that could work. Now. I gotta feel like Montreal's resigning Kovalchuk. I don't think that they want. I think they gotta him. want to.
3: He's the kind of player that. Montreal loves. Yep. Yeah, I'm they just thinking Russians. about Kovalev. Okay, well, just give us seasons. to him for
2: a fourth and you can sign him again in the summer. Yep.
3: Fair. That's yeah. fair. We only have a couple of le- minutes left in the podcast or actually we're running over. So I just want a couple of plug a couple of things tomorrow. We are back at the pint nation gear pop up tomorrow at the pint downtown from one to five o'clock. That is Saturday depending on when you're listening to this. So Saturday the 15th
1: and if you come you get a free wing card. free Free
2: wings wings for a year
3: year card. You know, you want that come
2: in handy. The playoffs are right around the corner. corner. The question is though, will there be split screens with the XFL going on? I could probably find a TV or two to put the XFL. (laughs) I ain't (laughs) split screen in nothing though.
3: (sighs) And I also want to,
2: is the game on at all? Oh, it's two o'clock. Okay. I see where you're coming from. And I also
3: want to thank everybody for selling out the Calgary trip. We sold, this is one of the fastest trips we've ever sold. It was a record. So what was it Dan? Four days. Four days, three days, depends on how you... <laughs> was it three or four, Dan?
1: Uh, three Which days. time zone are you referring to? I'll say three days because the, the trip was sold out on the website for about 24 hours. Nice. But it wasn't sold out yet. So
3: I just want to thank all of you for coming down to Calgary with us. We At first, we weren't sure that we were going to do a, another trip down to Calgary this season. Demand was there, and you guys came through, crushed it. People were it.
1: just begging for it, and then they showed it with their wallets, too. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. crushed
3: it. So thank you to every single one of you for booking in on the Calgary trip. It's going to be a great time. Get don't skip leg day though. I promise you do not skip leg day because yeah. going up to the press level at the saddle dome work is on a that hike. endurance. You're going to want to work on your cardio and you're going to want to work on your legs because steer it is climber a hike first. up there and we've lost many good Sherpas up on that jet on that trek. We don't want to lose them again. To finish things off, I just want to... <laughs> to no, off, for that, was for, that was for the Sherpas. R.I.P. to the Sherpas, mm-hmm. man. I just want to thank, of course, Sherwood Ford, the giant skipthedishes.ca, and Oodle Noodle for making all of this happen. Go ahead and download, subscribe everywhere, and go on iTunes and rate this podcast. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know that you love me and that you hate everyone else. That's all I'm asking for. Tell your friends, tell your relatives, tell your coworkers. That's all for Oilers Nation Radio, episode 73. Have a great weekend, everybody. Shout out, Damien. Best wishes.
1: Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media to stay up to
0: date and never miss a podcast.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.